Hello, and welcome to episode 168 of the Gaming Fix podcast on April 17th, 2021. I am your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite Dorito flavor that isn't Cool Ranch. I am joined today by Pat. That's, um, I don't think that's fair, because... Are you just eliminating Cool Ranch because it's those, the best? It's those, widely agreed to be the best one. That that was those were the parameters set forth by friend of the podcast and listener at the Jozak on Twitter. Jozak uh, mm. uh, submitted his question on Twitter, where we solicited uh, questions, and uh, you too can get your question uh, read and discussed on the podcast. Uh, so that's that's got to be Pat. Um, partner's favorite dorito flavor that isn't cool ranch i guess like there there effectively aren't any other flavors other than cool ranch and nacho cheese and i i am aware that other flavors exist like i'm looking at a list and there's like the salsa verde flavor and there's uh this taco flavor i personally like the taco flavor ones that are come in the classic fun old-timey bags there's twisted lime. There's spicy sweet chili. These flavors don't aren't available consistently. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that are available consistently are Cool Ranch and the nacho cheese one. That, so, that was kind of what turned me off Doritos was there only being like the two flavors for, for like so long. For a it long was like time. You could only get nacho cheese and Cool Ranch. Yeah. That's how it is here. I mean, maybe it's just Dorito Lace yeah. Wasteland here, but like I'm seeing this like Dynamita. Um, and that we don't have that flavor. They look like little taquitos. Uh, Doritos collisions. That's like there's a guacamole like, flavor. Apparently, I don't like what is what, this. Okay, Pinterest is a terrible site, yeah. and it should be removed from Google searches. <laughs> there were Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. Now that that's my answer. <laughs> I've never had them, but that's my answer. Live every day like it's your Baja Blast. Yep. I did a, um, I did a, not to, not to, I won't say what data nope. center, but I did a, a, a Final <laughs> Fantasy uh, dungeon with someone named Baja Blast, and it's been my favorite name since. My friend and I tried to add them, and they did not <laughs> accept the friend request. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, what, Tangy Pickle? Blazing <laughs> Buffalo and Ranch. So for a long, for most of my life, I thought I didn't like ranch dressing. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to eat the cool ranch flavor because I think ranch mm-hmm. is gross. Um, and I still think ranch is gross, but I also like it yeah. now. Um, uh, it's one of it's <laughs> crossed over from like gross food that I didn't even want to try to mm-hmm. gross food that I actually super enjoy eating. Um, so now I appreciate cool ranch as the best flavor. All night cheeseburger Doritos. Like what? What is going on here? Like, I mean, they make lots of limited flavors, but they're limited. So. I, I think the spicy sweet chili is actually my favorite. And so but it's been so long since I've had Doritos. And and I, my theory is, and if someone wants to send me a bunch of different kinds of Doritos to test this, sponsor my guess, Doritos. My theory is, you look at this and it's like. Oh, there's flaming hot nacho, flaming hot limon. I mm-hmm. think those are both just red. 
those are just red Doritos that are spicy and mm-hmm. almost not different. And like I'm, I'd be willing to bet that these guacamole Doritos and the Mountain Dew Doritos, basically the same thing. They just come out at different times. So you go like, oh yeah, I could see that. It's, it tastes it, green. Uh, you know, I bet that the limon uh, are probably incredibly, incredibly citrusy because like you'll get maybe yeah like you get like the the lemon chips and you're just like it's like a hint of lime and you're like and it's like loaded up you call this a hint a hint of lime you fascist fuck (laughs) i generally don't eat a lot of doritos i only get novelty flavors when i see them and Mm -hmm. um i'll get the 3d ones when i see them because that's fun um what the man what the fuck it's roasted turkey doritos some of those are fake. I don't think all of these are real. Uh, from around the world, they are international flavors. We got mayonnaise, uh, gourmet wasabi mayonnaise Doritos from Japan. Because this Doritos thing claims it's got this top 10 weirdest Doritos flavors image from YouTube. Says has a bag uh-huh. that says Hornet's Nest on it. Yeah. And a bag that says <laughs> Oreo. What mm. weird... I did get a weird cookie thing. Um, Doritos Hornet's Nest? See if I can find. I can't remember what it was now. It was not very good. Oh yeah. Okay. No, the Hornet's Nest is from some Twitter account in 2014, and it's fall. The person first they put Doritos discarded sofa. Okay. And then like a a month later, they followed it up with Doritos Hornet's Nest. So I got a weird one on the topic of bagged snack foods. Uh, Cookie Pop. Have you seen this? No. It's popcorn and different brands of cookies. So I saw pop cookie pop Oreo. Okay, it's yeah. literally just chunks of Oreo and the Oreo frosting on popcorn. That's it. That's the pitch. I'd eat it. I'd eat that. I bought a bag. It's not particularly good. IMO. I think mm. it's pretty gross. Uh, okay, that's fair. I, it, I would try it. At yeah, least, you have to, but. right? Like, it's one of those, I saw it at the store, and I was like, what is this abomination? And I bought it. And I think that there's, you can put sweet stuff on popcorn, and it can be good. Yeah. But in this case, yeah. it's I like. Mean, caramel corn right there. Exactly. But the, this case, I just was like, nope, mm-hmm. no thank you. We got. Not good. They have, like, Snickers, Oreo, Chips Ahoy, M&M mm-hmm. Minis, Twix, mm-hmm. and Butterfinger. I would try Twix, because it's got the caramel thing going on, and caramel corn is good. But you a left Twix or a right Twix? I don't ever share Twix with people. I've no, never, but I mean, but I mean, they sell like the, the package is like here's the left Twix pack or here's the right Twix pack. I've never it's seen only that the right in my Twix. life. That may be a Japan okay. thing. No, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever seen a Twix here. <laughs> Maybe really? I have. I don't know. I thought they had weird uh, flavors there. Uh, it's Kit Kats. That's that's the thing here. Oh, that's right. I Which, never. What seen is a this Kit Kat Twix, if not right a Twix thing? Really? Uh, yeah, no, it's their whole thing because you know they're the same, but they do like, oh, they're different. And do you like the left Twix or the right Twix? And then this, part of their thing was like, we're going to sell a, only left Twix packs. I've only never right heard Twix of this packs. before. This is literally the first time that I'm hearing of this concept. Right. I'm looking Maybe at it. It was now. only in the ads, but okay, no, yeah, no, so, no. Okay. You're right. I'm looking at it. It, okay. it exists. Yeah. Uh, I don't also, really like I just, Twix. I just <laughs> the ads, and that, that was this, like a silly idea. This image says twix italian and it's mozzarella sticks and that's very <laughs> funny to me <laughs> i like that's... mozzarella sticks more than twix i'll say 
You're a you're a savory, not a savory salty, not a sweet. It just depends. As I get older, I tend to prefer um, either like really good chocolate or fruity candy. Or mm. I do like take five bars. Those are that's like I'll I'll either take five the, the, pretty the much mix. at any time. The pretzel and the, the all that yeah, stuff, the peanut the, butter all yeah. of it together mm-hmm. that works yeah. for me eternally. And really, peanut butter chocolate combinations generally will like I prefer Twix, Twix mm-hmm. peanut butter to the the, mm-hmm. the caramel. caramel ones. Um, but I I usually will go for one if I'm going to indulge in something. It's probably going to be a savory thing like a mozzarella stick that I shouldn't really eat anymore, but I do anyway sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or it's going to be a fruity candy like a like mm-hmm. I like a gummy bear. I like a. Mm-hmm. Sweet tart, um, freeze a gummy Skittles, bear. I'm a Skittles fan. Uh, I don't really eat a lot of frozen gummy bears, but they're good. Yeah, that's whenever I get gummy bears now, I'm just right in the freezer and like you know half an hour, and like boom, oh, so chewy, so yeah. delicious. Yeah, that's good, especially on a hot day. Mm. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, it, so it would be that's... so funny if there had if there was another person on this podcast and we had had this whole conversation and then you introduced <laughs> them now. <laughs> But alas, you know, there's not. There is not. This week, uh, we're holding it down, just the two of us. Uh, it, it is what it is. We were going to have some other people come in, but life, sometimes life finds a way to get in the way. Sometimes, uh, that quote from one of the greatest films of all time, Jurassic Park. Uh, I hope Sam's listening. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> right in, if you want to have that explained to you, Right into <laughs> gaming at fix.space or uh, tweet us, tweet us at fix podcasts on Twitter. Uh, where, and if you do that, we can get your questions read on the air, like we did with Jozak's question at the Jozak. Thank you very much I for like that question. That you're saying his name like his name is Jozak and not Jozak. Joe, Jozak. Zach, <laughs> <laughs> like a reach for the reach for the moon engine engine. <laughs> Wait, is is it why why is it reach for the moon engine engine? It, that's what RE stands for is reach for the moon. No, I know. Engine. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I know that. Why why do you say engine people place? Say, people say RE engine. Oh, okay. It's like an ATM I, machine situation. Isn't that what the isn't that what the thing says? That's what yes. that's what it, it says. RE yes, engine. I know. I think it's. R E like reach, no like R capital R E reach. I don't think it is for the moon engine. It's just shortened. I don't think it is. I think it's reach for the moon engine is what R E stands for. Um, uh, What's fun? Trying to see if they in the have... Wikipedia article it doesn't even have the full name. I think exactly, I exactly. That's whoever, what I'm looking at. I assume because whoever edited this Wikipedia article is bitter <laughs> <laughs> about the name. Yeah, it's. I, I'm sad that that demo isn't live yet because uh, we can't talk about it. But it's going live uh, later today, I believe. Uh, for like for like eight hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm debating whether I even want to touch it. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I uh, Maybe I yeah. should because it'll tell me if I want to play through <laughs> Resident Evil Seven. Uh, sure. Because if I hate that demo, then I can just put this whole fantasy out of my mind. Yeah, uh, definitely. 
but I have Resident Evil Seven installed now. It's on PlayStation Plus. Mm. It's a very yeah, frustrating yeah, part of the uh, the PlayStation collection when this, you get a PS Five. This is such an uh, a annoying problem to have in video games, which means it's a very not even rateable on a list of the world's actual problems. But uh, you know, RE Seven is in the PS Plus collection, which is great because mm-hmm. it means I don't yep. have to buy it. Um, and but the DLC doesn't come with it, and at this point, buying the season pass is more expensive than buying Resident Evil Seven. Mm-hmm. And the DLC isn't on sale in the big Capcom sale that's happening right now. <laughs> um, so as far as I, I think anyway, maybe I'm wrong, but either way, it's I know because of the way I looked at it, the cheapest way to get access to the DLC is to buy the like biohazard double pack that mm-hmm. like has the, the pre-order of whatever, re yeah. village that comes with the deluxe edition including the season pass for that game resident evil 7 and the season pass for resident evil 7 for like 80 bucks as opposed to buying it for 70 on ps5 so it's like i guess i should just get that if i'm gonna play resident evil 8 but at least because it's in the ps plus collection i put can play the base game first it is at least yeah. not a situation where the DLC affects like your saves, um, since it's all totally disconnected from your mm-hmm. save game. Uh, but yeah, I I just really hate what they've done to the PlayStation Store. It's just oh yeah, absolutely. It's really absolutely unconscionable what they've done. They massacred my boy. Yep. Like you I, can't even find like there's no like a demos or anything on here anymore. It's it also, just, I mean, it just seems like it's designed to get you to accidentally buy games for the wrong platform. Like probably, yeah. It it felt like it feels like it's because they'll put games on sale, and part of this is up to the publishers, so it's not just on Sony, but they'll put games on sale for PS4 that have PS5 versions, but not to put the PS5 version on sale. And it's like, like I accidentally bought NBA 2K for PS4 a couple months ago, and they refunded it, thankfully, because I never installed it. But, like, I, it's so easy to make that mistake, especially if you're on, like, mobile and not even mm-hmm. in the, the, the store on the console. That it is, it's bad. Store is, is not good. Ultimately, yeah. like, <laughs> the, the PlayStation 5 controller is great, and the performance of the PS5 is a really good value compared to PCs mm-hmm. of similar levels of performance. Everything else, similar price, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like if you buy a five hundred dollar PC, you're not going to get what you can get in a PS5. Um, and those things are great. I don't regret purchasing it for that reason. And then what little software exists has been pretty good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everything else about the launch of that console, Sony has just completely shit the bed. It's like their worst console launch terrible like and it has less interesting games i feel like than the ps3 did at launch i'm not saying that i think it's a better system with longer legs than a ps3 but at least PS3 the ps3 didn't have final fantasy 14 at launch no. and the critically acclaimed heaven's ward true neither did the ps5 <laughs> uh you, you could play it on there at least <laughs> but, true yeah. Well, sure. You could play lots of yeah. PlayStation 4 games. The PlayStation 4 had a pretty good library. When yeah, exactly. It. See, there you go. But uh, uh, Backwards compatibility solves a lot of problems. But yeah, I mean, I'm just saying there's nothing like weird. You know, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance is a PS3 launch title. Weird. Yeah. 
You know what? Actually, thinking about it, I I wonder how much of like the service game situation pushed Sony to do like the backwards compatibility stuff. Because like you know, like a lot of clearly Jim Ryan doesn't are, give a shit about it. So I, I imagine a lot of their their partners, their publishing partners, would be like pissed if they were like, oh, if we want to like continue our user base on, we have to do an update. Or, you know, it was it would make for a really awkward yeah. like they could do cross play stuff, but it would make for like a really awkward transition. Totally. And I but, I wonder how much of that played into the decision to do backwards compatibility and only like do the PS4 stuff and mm-hmm. not worry about going further back. Listen listen to this launch lineup. So PS3 launch games, Blast Factor, Call of Duty Three, Genji, Days of the Blade. There's some sports games I'm gonna skip. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Mobile Suit Gundam Crossfire, Need for Speed Carbon, Resistance Fall of Man, Ridge Racer 7, Tony Hawk's Project 8, and Untold Legends Dark Kingdom. Heavenly Sword wasn't a launch game? I thought it was. Maybe it was just launch window. Yeah, okay. Either way. Layer 2? This is uh, from Games Radar, so they could be wrong. Also, missing stuff. Even even with just that snippet, not all of those games are good. I don't know if any of those games are necessarily as good as, like, Miles Morales taken... Mm-hmm. this is a problem miles Morales is good because spider-man is good <laughs> so <laughs> like <laughs> like the original spider-man and it's built on yes. that, um mm. with a more interesting main character uh i feel like otherwise though like the ps3 launch list is way more interesting than what, yeah, what more interesting certainly yeah P- i mean like i i'm a i'm i'm a branded souls guys souls guy now but like when mm-hmm. one of your launch titles is a remake it's kind of like got that dark sign. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't. Know. I've I've been disappointed with the the state of the PlayStation Five, uh, mm-hmm. and part of Jim it's COVID for sure. So. Jim Ryan's no Don Matrick, but <laughs> I think part I of it is like that him. I I think that's part of why I'm a little negative on it. If, if it was like the team, the PS4 team, mm-hmm. I would be like, well, COVID is a thing. They'll get it back on track yeah. once it's not. I don't have that kind of confidence in Jim Ryan. Yeah. I I wonder, I feel like I worry that for Jim Ryan, it's like, well, yeah, what do you expect? We're going to do like two really big games a year. And Mm -hmm. that sucks. That's not, I don't want two really big games a year. I want like a dozen interesting games. (laughs) Yeah. I don't care if they're like last of us kind of production quality. Yeah. Uh, We're, yeah, um, and we're starting to see like that from Microsoft now, and like they totally roles in that way. Ser- I'm uh, I'm still waiting for Microsoft to do like Microsoft first party to put out something I'm actually interested in outside of Forza. Let me tell you though, but, I, I mean, same. Um, <laughs> and at this point, I would play Forza on PC because my wheel works with yeah, PC yeah. and PlayStation because I want to play Gran Turismo when that comes out yeah, on, it, on the wheel. Yeah. I actually bought Gran Turismo Sport on sale this week because I want to play that some with it. But um, at this point, like this week, I was like, am I going to end up buying an Xbox? Because <laughs> there's going to be games that I don't really want to play. Like, I don't, I was thinking about it and I was like, do I really want to play like Senua's Saga on PC when that I, game feels I, like a couch controller? If it is a big mm-hmm. epic open world RPG, yeah. I feel like I want to play that on a couch. And I was just like, you know, like just, Maybe I bump up my one X to a series X at some point, which feels <laughs> stupid, but 
Uh, uh, well, you'll get to the like you know we'll get to the point where you have to. Uh, their their first party stuff. They have a lot of first party stuff, but it like it depends on how long that takes that, like to that promise. Yeah, yeah, how long that takes. Like the last time they showed Senua, it was still like we're taking pictures of trees I know. and like yeah. drone footage of like uh, Nordic countries. Like okay, I guess uh, like. Why are you talking about this game if you're still in, like, pre-pro? And that's kind of the feeling that I have about a lot of this stuff, this gen so far, is why are we talking about this at all with where we're at right now? I mean, I understand that you need to... This is kind of the thing that I was bitter about last year. I understand that there is a need to sell the new consoles. But at a certain point, if you're only talking about games that aren't coming out for two to three to four years to tell your consoles, just don't sell the fucking console yet just push just don't just wait mm-hmm. on selling the console and yeah. i don't believe if sony's in a, was in a position where like they're totally screwed i mean they're in a little bit different position than microsoft because they their studios had ps5 dev kits and were working on ps5 only games i'm sure mm-hmm. this yeah. time last year and with covid it was it's like eh i don't know i mean i'm sure their whole release calendar just got pushed a full year so yeah, that sucks. Um, but when I look at somebody like Microsoft, I'm just like, you you have more money than God. You didn't need. It wasn't like the company was going to tank. Mm-hmm. And your mm-hmm. developers are clearly specking for PC. And you've said mm-hmm. they're also specking for One X with all games mm-hmm. for the next two and years. One, and they have to do One S too. So why even launch the fucking thing? Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that was that was what I was. Year. <laughs> that was kind of what I was saying at the like before it came out. Like you know if they're you know they're delaying Halo, you know they delayed Halo, and that was supposed to be like their big like marquee, and even that was going to be on the old consoles. Like they don't, and they don't have any other like first party stuff. The only thing that so far has been the medium, which yeah. not very like, good wasn't wasn't very good like from for a lot of reasons but like it it actually used the tech it's like the only game to like actually make use of the like the loading stuff mechanically Mm -hmm. Uh, and even like pcs can do that stuff but like that game could have used another year and maybe and an editor like another editor (laughs) from outside of the company but uh like you know they could have like that game ran rough uh, so if they'd had another year to like polish it up and get it going and yeah, like, you know, like Microsoft could have pushed it and it would have been fine. But at the same time there was, but I'm sure that they, they got to they, the point where everything was locked, like all their feature, like their specs were locked and that whatever, like is another year going to give them the chance to like, Oh, we're going to make it even more powerful. Or well, and, and at the end of the day, I'm sure that there's, a, there are people sitting in a boardroom having the exact conversation we're having. And then someone yeah. said, wait, 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 it's going to sell out either way. Just put it out. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. that's that is probably the business move because it is still sold out in a lot of places. You can't buy them at like yeah. you still can't buy them at like the the like grocery store. We have I don't know how what not, it's like yeah. in other countries, but we have like mm-hmm. grocery store like Walmart's kind of basic mm-hmm. thing where they sell everything. You still can't mm-hmm. find them at the at the yeah. equivalent of that around me. Yeah, I'm sure I could yeah. find one if I looked hard enough, but it's not. Mm-hmm. They're not well, they've also things. made they they didn't make a ton of them either because right, they're yeah. like we're not going to sell a lot because we're yeah. not trying to. So like if you're not trying to sell that many, like like push it out a year. Like you're not trying to compete with like they're you know the 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 series S. Like they're trying to get people to 
sign up for game pass and stuff so like maybe that makes sense but i mean i wonder if what they're thinking is because it's i'm now i'm going through it in my head because i and i'm like you know maybe what they're thinking is most core audience people who are going to buy a console in the first year anyway are going to buy the ps5 because there's games you got to play and so maybe their whole point is why don't we put it out work out all the supply issues over Mm -hmm. the next year and then a year from now we can put out a game that those people want to play and they've got a year break between buying a console and they're Mm -hmm. like they'll go okay because this is exactly where i fall on it i would never have spent a thousand dollars on consoles in a single month Mm -hmm. but now i'm like well i mean i guess september this year I could mm-hmm. buy a Series X and it'll have been a year out, so it won't be as big mm-hmm. of a financial burden. And no. um but at the same time, the other issue is I think that Halo game is gonna suck. Like I don't <laughs> I don't I have no confidence in it whatsoever. I don't think that they've made a good Halo game since 343 took it over. So mm-hmm. I think they make pretty good multiplayer. So mm-hmm. I, I actually have enjoyed Halo multiplayer in four and five, but I, I don't think those games oh. are good. That'll, that'll be free so you can uh enjoy that for no cost yeah uh so i don't know that's it's a weird and well it's on game it'll but be on game pass too speaking so, of uh but. using the, the 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 load times as a mechanic i the the i loaded up that final fantasy 14 on ps5 client and oh yeah it's like a five second load time to teleport across the world it's yeah pretty, it's, it's uh, pretty good <laughs> Yes, it has made things much quicker. There's a lot less like, oh, downtime, I'm going to check my phone. Uh, there's still a little bit of that as you're running around the world, but there's a little bit more paying attention uh, to the game now. Uh, I am halfway through Heaven's Word. The critically the acclaimed second, Heaven's Word. The, the critically acclaimed Heaven's Word, excuse me, uh, which is the first expansion. Um, so I don't know how many hours I have in the game. I'm level 57 almost 58 when that expansion raised it up to 60 but i think they boosted all the experience you get for like a lot of the game i'm not, I like the main story quest i think they did too my friend claims that they didn't but i'm still in the a realm reborn patches and i yeah. have my main character my main class is warrior and that's like level 56 I already have dark mage Damn. up to level fifty five. I guess you, uh, are you doing like a daily like duty like level yeah, roulette? Oh, the problem okay. we're running into the problem we're running into as always with these kinds of games. Not that I don't love my friends, but mm-hmm. I have fairly limited. I have a lot of I have lots of gaming time right now, but I'm splitting it between so many different things. Yeah, that I have fairly limited time to devote to Final Fantasy. So I get on thinking I'm going to play Final Fantasy. I'm going to play the story for an hour and a half, and then these friends are like. Well, let's do dinner roulette. Let's do a duty roulette, and then we spend all of our time doing those. And I don't advance the story at all. And I've asked, mm-hmm. I've said over and over, this isn't working. And then they go, "Yes, it is." <laughs> so <it's> like <laughs> this game is it, working as brutal. intended. Yeah, uh, a new challenger enters the fray. We are joined now by Chris Edgerton, surprise podcast guest. Always a pleasure to have you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, so now we're mandated to meet the three-hour podcast. Uh, normally. I cannot yeah, do a three-hour one hour, podcast. One hour, one hour have, per guest. I have approximately an hour and a half. <laughs> we did uh, we did a solid 20 minutes at the start talking about Dorito flavors. So, yes. Chris, I do need to ask, what is your partner's favorite Dorito <laughs> flavor, excluding Cool Ranch? Yeah, Cool Ranch, no. Um. I don't eat Doritos. That is my great shame. Is that I do not that's like not, that's, Doritos. There's no shame I, in that. That is, not, that, yeah. that is where that was pride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
You, uh, I'm going to now put that in my Twitter bio. So. A, yeah, there you go. Doesn't eat Doritos. That's good. Um, yeah. Fuck Jeff. You'll never, get a, you'll never get a job with <laughs> Keely. <laughs> I'll plug oh, it every it. time the, the concept of the Dorito Prince part of Jeff Keeley's life comes up. You got to go find the video, the Mountain Dew Gamer vid, the Expo video from E3, where uh, I forget so, the woman who hosts it, but she makes Jeff Keeley do shots of Mountain Dew, and he oh looks like he just wants to end it all. <laughs> I, I remember there was, there was Call of Duty or his Halo, and him just sitting in front of like mountains of Mountain Dew and Doritos, and just dead behind the eyes. Yeah, just like I, I, I don't know if I've ever heard the audio. I've seen the image probably about ten thousand times, but yeah, God, yeah, it was, it was painful. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about uh, the, uh, the Final Fantasy, Fantasy fourteen and the critically acclaimed Heaven's Ward. Can, can I can I have a can, can I have a second on yeah, this? No, you can, so, yes, to, yes, please. To, to talk about how garbage the account stuff is, especially if you're on the PS4 side. Mm. Um, because, because so you you cannot unlink a Sony account from your PlayStation. They have to help you recover it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like they literally have to. And say, if you're like me, you started your account in 2011 on the PS3. Mm, yeah. Like I, like I did at some point. You are stuck with that account on PlayStation platforms in mm-hmm. perpetuity forever until they decide to do something, which they will not. Because they are Square Enix and they do not care. Um, I think the reason that they do that is to prevent people from doing like a bunch of free trials, but it's still very I, frustrating. Yeah, I, 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 I get it. I, I, it's just, it's just one of those things that's just so frustrating. I once spent like half an hour with this support agent, like, like trying to, to, to know what email I, I. I, I would have used back then because mm. it's not one that I have access to anymore. So the the like uh, the like help me get my account back email goes nowhere, and yeah. I just cannot use that account. So I can never play on a PlayStation unless I make an entirely separate PSN account yeah. for fi- Final Fantasy, which is just not ever mm. going to be viable for anything at all. Yeah. Um, well, but could you play the free trial, which includes the critically acclaimed Heaven's Ward, on like a free to play account? Like, because you could do like Fortnite free to play, no PS Plus. So, could you play through like you know the first sixty levels of the game, like the first two like story things? I I don't know if that would work. I uh, I I I think I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I I, I I would probably have to have to do something weird like make my PSN account not the not the master account mm. of the system. I don't or, think you'd have to you just have to make a new like PSN account and but I don't think you'd have to do anything weird just because like if you were like I don't know if you're like siblings or you're like partner or roommates or whatever like I don't think it would be like oh this is a totally different account but we're going to link it to your Square Enix account you just have to just have to make a new Square Enix account and a new okay. PSN account. Well, yeah, but uh, so the 
the the the the, the long part of this the, the, this story is that I I am playing. I got to like a little like tw- like twenty four or something. I'm an archer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I I did just eventually just end up making a because cause that's also the thing, right? Is like so so this level sixty trial is also only for new accounts. If you had an old account mm-hmm. and and it's old an, enough than like X date and you can't like use yep. the free trial on it. You also can't use the, the, mm. it like the, that that's the worst part about this is that all accounts didn't get to um, get to immediately just be at level 60 or whatever. You had to make a new account for mm-hmm. it to all work, which again, yeah, I under, I understand it. But it's butkus that like <laughs> just it just make it easy because you and this will dovetail into the game that I'm here to, to actually talk about. It's good when more people get to play your game and, mm-hmm. and you remove the barrier for for everyone to play your game because that game is good. I just want to be be able to play it like more places or mm-hmm. not. You, you, you know, like, just, yeah. Oh, it's sorry. Oh, no, it's there. Like, the like, I bought the like complete edition when Shadowbringers came out, and then I didn't even finish like a Realm Reborn story. I got to like 49, which is like right before like you can do the final couple quests. And I fell off that was like two years ago, literally, maybe like summer two years ago. Um, but it was. Like coming back, I came back after they did like, oh, the entire the entirety of Heaven's Word is also free now. Uh, but because I had bought the game, it was just like, nope, you gotta, uh, you have to pay like time to play since you bought it. Yeah, which is uh, that that's a bummer. But I think you know, I I get access to like everything, and there's because there are some limitations on the free trial, like classes you can be or not classes, but like certain things you can't do in the free trial, and I can just do everything. That, that game is an interesting. It's I'm. I think people should stop recommending it, but not because I don't think it's good. More because the recommendation should come with a lot of caveats. You got to play a lot of that game for it to get like Like, particularly interesting. Oh god! Like a Realm Reborn, I think is like not great. No, it's like the story is not. The story is pretty pretty mediocre. Um, they do some interesting world building in it, and I think that the world the game is set in is pretty interesting, especially Mm -hmm. considering it's a Final Fantasy world, which got. I think pretty stagnant with like their world concepts. Like Final Fantasy 15 is cool because the characters are pretty entertaining. Um, Mm -hmm. But like, it's always like there is an empire and there are crystals and the world is dying (laughs) is like always their story. Isn't it? Isn't like the, like the joke. That's not a joke is that final fantasy 11 is like just star Wars. Well, I, no, it's Final no, Fantasy twelve. Final Fantasy twelve. 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I it, it is just yeah. it is. If just anything, Star the Wars. last game that had a pretty unique story for them was Final Fantasy eleven, which was the last MMO that they did. 
And Final Fantasy fourteen is is also just Star Wars. A Realm Reborn is is yeah, basically is yet again just Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, down to my new plot that, details. Like, they've always worn that on their sleeve. Like there are characters called Bigs and Wedge. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, and again, that, I don't think that it's bad. I, your airship is in is called the Enterprise. Yeah, and I the first time you get on it, Alphanod is like engage. Like, but like yes. <laughs> Once you get to like level fifty and your job class opens up a little bit, then the dungeons start to become a lot more interesting because there's a lot more stuff to do, and the writing improves considerably after a realm reborn. Um, yeah, although definitely. it still has the problem that I was talking to Andre about, where I have friends that play this game. They always want to chat. I have two friends who've been playing it a lot. They always want to chat while while everyone's playing, and I can't keep track of a lot of the dialogue whenever anything else is happening. Like if I'm trying to watch a show or my partner's talking to me, or if my friends are talking, I basically have to like turn off. I have to mute them while there's dialogue happening because the text boxes are so dense that, and it's dense with like, Laha Brian summoned the, summoned the, the, the Chronicle and, and, and fled to our Baldesian allies who are now entrenched (laughs) in the battle of blood. And it's like, this is like break this down for one put like one sentence at a time for me and <laughs> it's just like it's hard to track whenever anything else is happening but then when i'm doing the like minute and a half of running across the map to get to another person i have to talk to to progress the quest during that part i'm like well now i'm bored <laughs> so it's like this constant start stop of interesting and boring stuff um and, so and they there's just weird like quest design like we run over here talk to weird these four is generous people. Like, i think it's bad <laughs> most of the yeah, quests in that is, game it suck is, it is like um, gameplay why am I, like i'm standing in like a cavern with like f- four people and i like you know i talk to them like okay go get everyone to come over here and i have to run over like just let me shout I, to that be like hey get over yes, here let's go I, I had a i had a conversation before unlocking a series of raids which are fucking rad those raids kick ass they're so much fun there. to play um uh, one of them is just like a hallway basically but, that's yeah. i think i i think we did different ones i think the ones that i did were a side oh, thing. okay but i'm not oh, positive the, the crystal not the crystal tower stuff there was crystal tower but i think that there's i'm not there's clear like on three how that crystal tower one there's three crystal tower raids that you have to do and there's like the second one which is the one where you're climbing the tower yeah, was I, basically just like I'm going up a staircase. Oh yeah, a yeah. With the platform, going up a staircase. Yeah, on a platform. The structure of it's more of is whatever, but the boss <laughs> yeah, fights yeah, are yeah. really cool in those raids. Yeah. Um. But uh. But to unlock it, you have to do the most insufferable chain of fr- oh, fetch yeah. quests where they send you all over the game world to pick up crystals and dust. And they and, they give you two at a time instead of just like here's all the four yes. things you need. Just okay. And, and go it's get always two, like come back. Go get another two. Come it's back. It's acting as if like there's there's no story while you're doing it. There's nothing about it that's like interesting or you're learning new stuff. It's just like fetch quests for the sake of it. And then when you get back and you go to unlock the raid, there's like 20 minutes of cutscenes of people talking. And I hit my breaking point finally. <laughs> where it's a good thing I was on voice chat with people so I could just yell like fuck this game into voice chat and have people laugh because <laughs> I probably would have just logged out otherwise where th- I watched 20 minutes of cutscenes I shit you not and then it came out of the cutscene we're standing in front of the crystal tower there's a there's a circle with a with a play icon in it over someone's head and I'm like fuck there's another cutscene and it was another 30 seconds 
that there was no reason it could have just couldn't have just been at the end of the previous cutscene. None at all. Yep. There was zero. There was no. I mean, it was the same people talking. Nobody left the frame. It was just like, here's a break. Now here's 30 seconds more. And then that ends. And then you got to talk to him one more time. And then it's going to give you two dialogue boxes. And then the raid's unlocked. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck, why did they do this? Why, yeah, why is this structured this way? A lot of way? like running back. Like, yeah, for like something like if there's like, they want to break it up and be like, okay, now we're like, if you need to log out or you want to go do something else, but like 30 seconds, like just. Let's just wrap it up. Like, come on, yeah, just yeah. unlock the thing. If it had been another, like, half-hour thing, which is what I thought it was going to be once yeah. I saw the icon, and I sat there like, do I have time to do this and then do a raid? Because I was like, should we just do something else? Because this is taking so long. Yeah. And then it, I and, and they were like, no, I don't think so. I think it's going to be fine. And then I did it, and it was quick. It was just so weird. And um, I won't keep hogging the mic, but, like, they, the, the... Th- that structure is so weird and i think if they wanted to make it more like a, a visual novel they could just show you moving between the spaces like you could just walk out of frame in one place and come back into frame mm-hmm. in another place yeah and it'd be and then just continue it instead of this weird these weird fragmented like sequences so i don't know it's again i'm enjoying the game i'm gonna keep playing it because i i like characters i like the world i like playing my class in the more challenging content but i this whole like it's people it's 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 sort of like cult like in the way people are like oh you final fantasy it's so incredible it it, it's definitely got its issues (laughs) it's Uh, not yeah it's 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 the you gotta have a lot of patience if you have a lot of patience Mm -hmm. it can be really fun um and I can tell you, Heaven's Word fucking rips. It does. That's good like, to hear. It, I'm glad you're saying you said that because I was starting I, to get worried that maybe it's not as good as people say. No, because no, I am really liking Heaven's good. Word. Good. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I'm excited then. Uh, uh, also, so I'm playing a dragoon, and uh, dragoons are from Ishgard, which is where Heaven's yeah. Word takes place. Uh, and they, you know, they fight the dragons, and that's all what Heaven's Word is about. Yep. And so, if you're playing a dragoon, you actually do get some cus- like uh, custom. Uh, like like extra interactions with like in cutscenes where they're like oh well we've got two dragoons here uh, so you know it should be no problem uh, that's cool stuff like that so that's like it's like oh you're actually acknowledging like my character and, like that I'm doing this I thing was, that isn't what most people are going to do I was starting to get and I'm not naming any names because not I'm not actually calling anyone out or picking on anybody but I was starting to get nervous because all the people that I know who are really into Final Fantasy. Uh, which is more people than Alex, just to be clear. So I'm not, <laughs> really, I'm not calling Alex out, but pretty much everybody has been like, when I've said, I think that Realm Reborn's story is pretty mediocre, they've been like, oh, I thought it was pretty good. And so, so that's why I'm like, wait, does Heaven's Word actually suck? <laughs> no, he- Heaven's, like, you know, I'm not going to say it's like, oh, it's the, you yeah, know, it's yeah, a masterpiece. No, I get it. It, but I am enjoying the story and I yeah. think it's a lot of fun. It doesn't need to be a masterpiece for me, but it's, it is, because, yeah, no. uh, you know, but that, it, it's got explicit, explicit uh, references to dragon fucking. So you know, I gotta give it its props. Well, that's good. That's yeah. that makes it the official game. No longer game divinity effects, dragon yeah. commander. <laughs> out of here. Final Fantasy fourteen is now the official dragon fucking game of Game Fix podcast. Well, yeah. So that's your Final Fantasy fourteen update. Since Alex is in here, Alex is like completely caught up and like done everything, like all like the main story content up until and like the new near raid uh, before uh, 
the next Endwalker comes out, like in the fall. So he's my other all caught friend up. was saying that he thinks there'll be one more patch with some more story stuff in it in July. Oh, maybe. Um, I mean, with he said the, it felt like there should be a little bit more before the expansion, based on the past examples. But. Yeah, like Realm Reborn did like two point five, then two point five five. Yes, that's what he was saying. Is not necessarily so. like a two point six, but probably a yeah, two point yeah, five yeah. five or a five point five five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. So that's that's Final Fantasy fourteen this week. <laughs> the PS five update is good on that. Yep, it, it, it's 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 very good. It goes loads super fast. Uh, which is yep. basically the thing nice. you want from it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looks nice too. I mean, it's, it also it's, made the UI better on 4k displays. <laughs> yes. I didn't have a problem with that. In myself. Mine was just but. very small. Like I couldn't, like there was a, like a lot of like weird configuring stuff on like sizes where just like, like I found the, out the text box. Did was you, like, did you unreadable. know you can, cause so I disabled the touchpad because I kept bumping it with my thumbs cause I got big thumbs. And it was like it would like pull the mouse cursor out when I didn't want it there. You can just hit like L one and and click in R three and you get a mouse yeah. cursor that you can. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On the I had I but had no there, idea. Yeah, yeah. There were that like I used that for like making text boxes bigger because those mm-hmm. were like yep. criminally yep. small. But like the chat log was too small and yeah. like I couldn't I couldn't increase that size. Yeah, and just messing with the the stuff on there. Um, but yeah, that's uh. That's Final Fantasy fourteen once again. It's it, it's it, it's good. People should just like chill out about it. Like it's like it's not. <laughs> well, we'll like see. The... I don't know. Maybe maybe Heavensward will make me back into like. Maybe I'll join the cult once I play Heavensward. I I wish they did more like World of Warcraft like CG cutscenes. Like they need more of that. Like you get basically you get it like on the title screen and that's it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next, Pat, what else are you playing what, when you aren't playing Final Fantasy XIV? Oh, I'm playing a bunch of stuff. I have, like like I was saying, my, t- my gaming time has been split between a ton of different things. Um, I'm continuing to do a lot of uh, simulation racing stuff, so that's been fun. Um, it's been fun to navigate, like, oh, how should I get started in Dirt Rally? How should I get started in Assetto Corsa Competizione? And how should I get, like, we're racing F1 2020 cars tomorrow with this racing community that I'm in. Um, And then, you know, today I've got some oval track, short track racing in Arca Menards cars and iRacing. And I've done a few more uh, iRacing races. I'm focusing on oval driving right now because it's interesting to me. and that's been fun. Um, and I picked up this game that I've been finally meaning. There was this Nintendo Switch Indie World stream that announced that this game is coming to Switch, which is interesting. I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, but I've been playing this Art of Rally game, which came out last year uh, on PC. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. I think I, I like it quite a bit. It is definitely a weird furry on the Epic Store. It was? I think so. I I think there was a similar game that was free. Maybe it was Art of Rally. I think there was a similar game that was free in the Epic Store, and it wasn't that one, but maybe. Um, I don't don't have it in my store. Yeah, there was another game that came out last year. Absolute Drift. That's, yeah, Absolute Drift is the the one I was thinking about. Which was a phone game before. Very similar art style in Absolute Drift. 
um, but but about drift racing instead of rally. Um, Art of Rally is weird because it looks on the surface like, oh, I'm going to get this game and it's going to be like a fun like like descend like not descenders the that lonely downhill lonely or whatever mountain, lonely mountain downhill. Yeah, yeah, like that. It's going to be like that, but with cars, it's actually like halfway to being more of a sim. <laughs> uh, it's fairly like it has settings for ABS strength which is not something you find in an arcade racing game. Oh. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you're playing, you should be playing it with a manual gearbox. Um, and yet it's still a controller game. You can use a, a wheel with it. You shouldn't use a wheel with it because the perspective is fixed yeah, and it's overhead. Yeah, iso- isometric, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really interesting as someone who's doing a lot of sim driving on a wheel and sometimes wants currently to set my wheel up, and this isn't really going to change, I have to like set aside my keyboard, pull my monitor forward, you know, attach my wheel to my desk. It's a good five minutes of setup time and five minutes of teardown time. So if I'm like, well, my partner wants to play a game or we're going to play a game in like a half hour, I don't necessarily want to set the wheel up and then spend five to 10 minutes setting up iRacing to drive for 10 minutes. Art of Rally has been a really good way to kind of get some of that uh, quickly on a controller. Um, but it's hard. I would definitely say, you know, if you're interested in seeing what like a racing sim is like without going whole hog into something like F1 2020 or, or dirt rally, um, this is an interesting one to check out, but it's, it's, it's a tough game. I think you said Andre that you played it some and then refunded it. I, I did play some of it last year, uh, because I, Saw it. Maybe it came up in my thing. I, it looks like really nice and like beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like beautiful, uh, yeah. But yeah, I played like you know a, a while, and then I went. It's not like it. It's good, uh, and I can see why people would like it. But what it was offering me, at least in that like opening two hours, was not really what I was. It's pretty for sparse in terms of features. It has like free roam places you can explore and it's like they're like tony hawk levels without the time limit where you're trying to find yeah. like you're trying to spell rally literally tony yeah. hawk. trying to spell rally <laughs> find these tapes um find photo opportunities and then to find the, tony hawk <laughs> the meat of the game is uh you play these career stages which are like rally stages through and the idea is it's kind of tracking through rally history it doesn't have any real cars in it they're all made up cars but they're kind of inspired by real cars and they kind of go through you know, rally racing used to be this really, really indie thing where there were no safety standards and it was just like, hey, we found a stretch of like five miles of road and it's beat to shit. So bring your <laughs> your car that you've been souping up there and we'll try to drive it as fast as we can into this commercialized like, you know, now there is a I mean, <laughs> now there is a video game that is about the World Rally Championship specifically. Yeah, like- uh you know, x games type shit and yeah um and rally driving is interesting because it is so different from any other form of racing uh both structurally and just the physical act of doing it is so different the cars are so different so um yeah it's it's an interesting look at kind of the history of that and i think it's it plays really nice if you are into that sort of thing but you definitely need to know what you're getting into which is you know running stages on these rally tracks their time trials you're never going to be next to another car does not have multiplayer has leaderboards which are sweet that's a really cool way to do it um but uh but yeah it's definitely not a uh the kind of racing game that you can play with like play like like a need for speed or something Mm -hmm. um but yeah i I, i've been 
enjoying it and would recommend it to anyone interested in rally. Uh, and then I have also played, uh, been playing with, 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 uh, my partner's gaming groups. Some, and we've been doing a lot of like, we've been playing a lot of phasmophobia. That game is still pretty good they they put out a prison level a while back that's pretty good. Um they've done a ton of balancing tweaks. That's the biggest thing that's different about the last time we played that game is it's much it's balanced much differently. It's a lot more dynamic than it used to be. Okay, that's um, good. The the it's still the same structure, but the ghosts are a lot more like challenging to nail down and there's still some frustrating bugs here and there, but um generally it's like it's 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 pretty definitely more challenging and, and the mechanics feel a little bit more um, graspable, I guess in some ways, uh, which is cool. There's supposedly a mansion map coming, which I'm very excited about like a resident evil style mansion. Um, and there is a apartment building coming, which is like brilliant. And I never thought about it, but an apartment building sounds awesome to me. Uh, and so that game is uh, is still Handyman. fun, yeah. Uh, and then um, we, I've also been playing. We we dipped into Fall Guys a bit this week, which is pretty fun. Uh, that was a they're doing their season four thing now. They have some new stuff that's that's cool. Uh, they have like a party mode now where you can party up, and if one person like dies, then it kicks the whole party out, so you don't have to sit and watch people if you don't want to, hmm. which is kind of cool. Um, we've been playing the standard party mode because everyone's like some games, people want to watch some games. People don't. So, yeah. you know, and everyone's cool about dropping if everybody wants to just get to the next game. But I think that game has, is still pretty fun. It's again, it's still one of those games that I think 20 bucks is a good price point for it because I would, I could see like playing a few games of it with some friends and then being like, okay, we're good. It doesn't. It's not the kind of game I want to play for hours, but I can see playing it for forty minutes to an hour, uh, yeah. just with people to have some fun. Um, and uh, but then the the one that I finally played, I finally played Among Us last night. I hadn't played it at all. I'm familiar. I, I don't know what that <laughs> is. Uh, yeah. So what, what what are you doing this game? In Among Us. Um, t- I'm, 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 I know you can you can set it up if you want, but yeah. I mean, it's uh, at this point, it's a pretty widely known it's a social deduction game obviously where you're either running around and doing tasks or you're an imposter trying to kill people and not get caught and i think like i understand why people like it as much as they do because i think a lot of people hadn't been introduced to this kind of game before and it is a competent one of those um and i think obviously like I think the community that's sort of sprung up around it is an example of a pretty positive space. So I'm glad it exists. I don't particularly, I don't really ever need to play it again at this point. I mean, I probably will end up playing it with people from time to time, but I I think it, it sort of reminds me of like settlers of Catan in the sense that like, I know a few people who are like, I love among us. It's my, it's the only game I'll play. And I'm just like, but, you're so close. You're so close. Please play something else. You're so close. It's not really that good. It's it's fine. It's it's again like I think it's fun to watch people play because 
what my my partner and I were sort of talking about after the game is there's a performative aspect to Among Us where in some ways everyone needs to kind of treat it like you are role playing um, because I don't think that the tools the game gives you are particularly interesting for like social expression. Um, The mini games are incredibly repetitive and not particularly deep. And um, there you are just kind of running around doing them and there's clever elements to how they're implemented, like the way they take up your screen. So you have to kind of watch the periphery of your screen and see if someone's sneaking up on you and stuff. Um, But if you don't have good imposters, the game, like I got imposter at one point and I didn't really know what I was doing because I hadn't gotten it before. And I fucked it up immediately. And it was just like, all right, well, we can just reset because I didn't know what I was doing. So I accidentally went an event and then everyone knew that I was the imposter. And then it was like, well, I'd love to try imposter again, but I'm probably not going to get it. And I didn't get it for the rest of the night. Um, And that feeling sucks. And I think it also sucks when like, depending on the people you play with, um, everyone we played with were pretty nice. And I, so I don't think it was, it never felt like this but it could so easily devolve into like someone just going hard on someone else and like really like you, taking you, it to someone in a way that's uncomfortable. Uh, you, 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 yeah, that was exactly what, ha- what happened to me. My very first game I was, I was playing with people who had, had got, had gotten really excited about it. And we had all just bought the steam version. I had, I, I, I had bought it because a friend was like, Hey, buy this. It's five bucks. I'm like, Oh, it's five bucks. Okay. Go ahead, go um, play my play my very first game, and and this guy's like wheels didn't do keys. I'm like, I'm sorry. What's what's keys? What is it? What what, mm-hmm. what is that? Because because I had not been caught up in the oh, I'm gonna watch people mm-hmm. play this. Like yeah. I I I knew what it was, but I hadn't seen gameplay, and I'm just like, wait, so so what? So why am I being called out? What did I do wrong? And like, just um um uh, immediately like if. If you're not playing with like a capital G good group of people, like you are in for a bad time, well, in my opinion. We ran into one situation where, like, and again, everyone I played with was pretty nice. There were a few times where people like kind of came at each other, but it was much more, it was in a very much like they're close, they know each other, it's understood, right. it's like a safe interaction kind of thing. Um, but like, there was one time when um, my partner was the imposter and, uh, and, and, they they were like people were like it's got it's obviously her i just saw her do something and i was in a different part of the map and there's two people saying it's her it's got to be her and i and and so everyone voted like immediately and i was like well if there's two of them how am i supposed to know it could be the two of them and they're just setting this up to nail her and then i like in the end i voted for her but it and then someone was like Pat took too long to vote. It's him. Get him next time. And I was like, no, I was thinking about the, the yeah, that, I was that, just thinking that, about it. Uh, that, that just and, bothers me by just proxy, just hearing that. Just, I, and the, then uh, you went on your Twitch stream and then you berated people for no, playing the game wrong. No, no. And, and well, <laughs> Live like, to your audience of The thousands. problem is then you go back into the game and then, you know, the, the honor rule, because you need an honor rule for it, is no talking while we're running around. Because we're because if you talk while you're running around, then it can it can fuck up the the balance of the game. So 
you know, people, it wasn't so, if you have like a funny thing you want to say, it's one thing. But if you talk about the game after you leave that negotiation table, then you're kind of ruining the balance. And to me, that's like not in the spirit of those kinds of games. Um, I I am a, a pretty big fan of the game Secret Hitler, which, um, yes, the, the, the name is a little like, ooh, mm-hmm. but, but it's a really good game and it has a tone that is appropriate. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that game, you're constantly talking. And then like once you die, you can't talk anymore. But you still make facial expressions and react to things and cause you can't help it. And, and then people are like, Oh, he's making a face. So like, I think that games like that are a better implementation of this than, um, than, than what I feel among us does. What I would really like to play is the among us game that is, and maybe that unfortunate spaceman game is this. I would love to play the among us game where it's like, that but also kind of like phasmophobia or something where you have more um you have voice chat that's like proximity based so it's a little bit more like talking to people while you're doing playing the game part because the other thing that's that was really frustrating playing among us is like i'm running around i'm doing my tasks i'm in the middle of a task and someone calls a meeting and then in the meeting they explain this thing and then everyone's like okay well whatever and then skips the vote and then I have to run all the way back to where my task was. I start doing my task again. Then someone finds a body. And it's just like constant interruptions. And in a lot of those conversations in like a 10-person game, you just don't have that much to talk about unless you were right there. And so it just, I spent a ton of time all tabbed, just like <laughs> looking like, all right, well, they're having a meeting. So I'm going to just bounce over and read, send messages to Sam complaining about how I'm not a huge fan of this game. <laughs> Uh, um but i I mean i would play it again as a like i like these people so i like interacting with them and not everyone and like i am not going to level a wow character right now they're not going to come play final fantasy and not everyone and and you know you can only play phasmophobia with four people so when you when you have a 10 person group i think that it's it's like there's certainly worse games you could play and worse time you could have but I was saying to my partner that I wish we could be playing like Secret Hitler on t- Tabletop Sim or something instead. Uh, yeah. So anyway, you know, I don't want to like dunk on it too hard because I think it it's certainly competent and I see why people like it. And it's it's as much a it didn't hit me as it is. I don't it's not that I think it you're sucks or something. You're too old. And that may be a huge part of it is is that For the I. Well, if this and if this is your introduction to this kind of game and you're happy with it, I don't really mean to suggest that that's some kind of problem. Fine. Like, Chase, enjoy your thing. If you can get hundreds of hours of enjoyment out of a $5 buy, great. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I do think if you, like, <laughs> I said to my partner, like, I wish we were playing Velvet Sundown, <laughs> which is yeah, a piece that. of shit game. Yeah. Like, that game is is. is is jank as fuck and kind of garbage but i would rather be playing it because it's more interesting to me the other one that comes up is the ship it's criminal to me that this game blew up and the ship still languishes (laughs) not really being touched because the ship is like my version of this game a hundred percent sorry chris what are you gonna say i i i was just gonna say that i would play either of those games with with you guys and i don't know if you can buy either of them sadly i the ship is still you around can, and available. You can, yeah, you can buy the ship. 
You don't want to get the ship remastered. The ship remastered <laughs> was not good. Uh, it was a remake of it that kind of sucked. The uh, ship single player is ten dollars. The ship that murder sucks. party is that what we're? Yes, the ship murder party is the one that's that's good. Not, I'm not telling people to go buy it right now, but you know, maybe you want to buy it. Torian secrets. It's uh, if if you haven't played the ship, the ship is a game where you are on a cruise ship. There's several maps, and you load in and you're given an identity. You don't get to make your character and you're, you're, you have a goal to go kill someone, another player, and you have to do it without the other player realizing that it's you that's hunting them. And, uh, and then you also can't be seen like on camera and stuff doing it. Cause you'll go to jail in the game. Um, <laughs> and they'll put you in the brig for a limited, for a yeah. certain amount of time. And then there's a, a bounty board of like, if you kill someone with an umbrella, you get more money for it, more points. Um, so it's, and it leads to just, it's just, it's extremely fun. It's a lot of like the, oh, who is that following me down this hallway? Are they going to kill me? That Among mm-hmm. Us has, but, but it's, it's more like pure, like thing. Cause once you kill someone, you just get another target. Mm-hmm. And you get it's a like rough Assassin's Creed multiplayer. It is. It is. It's a, it's closer to the Assassin's Creed multiplayer than it is to Among Us, but it's a lot better than the Assassin's Creed multiplayer. But then you also also the other wrinkle you have a, a set of Sims needs. So sometimes you have to go take shit, and sometimes you have to like shower, and sometimes you have to eat some food because uh, you have you vulnerable. And yes, oh yes, you can kill someone on the shitter. <laughs> That's one of the all time great moves. Anyway, it's it's a shame okay. that that game never got super super popular because it's really good. well maybe if we do like another extra life stream this year or something we can i'm gonna say it out loud this is dangerous because i don't think it's gonna be i'm gonna be able to make it happen either but i will say i watched ford versus ferrari this week also and i was like what if for extra life 24 24 hours of le mans Gosh. Isn't that, Why would you do that to yourself? Is, isn't that the breathing exercise that pregnant ladies do? <laughs> uh, I would need to find another 24 person. hours of... <laughs> I would need to find another person because you don't drive tw- the 24 hours by no, yourself. You it's don't. a team thing. You drive four hours on and off, swapped out, swapping out with the other person. But uh, I would think that would be fun. I wouldn't want to do it unless there was... What I'm saying is, if I can find a group of people who are doing that for Extra Life, because I have a feeling there's a lot of them that exist, yeah, yeah, I would join one of them if I found a co-driver, because mm-hmm. it would be very fun to do 24 hours of Le Mans for, for Extra Life. But n- neither here nor there. The ship's really good. I'd be happy to play that on a stream anytime. Yeah. Uh, then we could make it blow up the like top, one streamer did for Among Us. The top review the for the ship is years old. Among Us, but for people with taste. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't, again, I don't want to shit on Among Us. Like, I think that, that like, cool, great it's community. Just, I'm really happy that that developer is so small and had it blow up. Like, there's a ton of good things about Among Us, but it just, for me, there's, there's. Well-aged. <laughs> It's a, it's a nice vintage on that. Yeah, fifteen years. Uh, well, there you go. That's that's Pat's multiplayer minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, let's jump over to you, Chris, and talk about uh, the game you brought this week. The the newest game to be discussed this week, certainly. Yeah, te- technically not even released yet. If you want to go by like the the dates that they set, technically. 
Um, yeah, well, if you're a high roller and got got the stimulus money to spend, <laughs> yeah, uh, t- t- turns out I do. I brought the the newest edition of my favorite game, uh, MLB The Show, twenty one Xbox Game Pass. Uh, yeah, t- 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 totally. I got I, I I bought a brand new Xbox Series X and and uh, <laughs> bought the billion dollar version of that i i, I didn't i uh, actually it's probably not even on game pass right now right because you have to buy uh, the hundred dollar version of the game so it's probably r- like next week will be when it's out on game pass r- I don't know. right uh 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 the tr- the, the 20th the mm-hmm. the, the okay. weed day is is when it, it'll come to, to game uh, yes. pass like god intended allison's birthday the weed day and baseball <laughs> yeah all um, our favorite things yeah so the so this is a supremely unique year because, yes, a, a billion headlines have said, oh, it's a Sony-made game on an Xbox platform, the world is upside down, the cats and dogs, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But also, um, they're doing two things I'm, I'm supremely excited about, which is one, one marketplace for, for every, all versions of the game have a shared marketplace which which means that that prices are are like normal um one of my big problems with the with the card collecting mode in madden is that it's siloed between versions so if you buy the pc version of madden you're getting technically a a a lesser version because the the people playing the card mode on that version are like they're not going to have as many cards because not as many people are playing the game. So what you end up with is a weird market of ha- having to pay more for specific cards. So this keeps that that card m- market down, and and what that really does is allows them to go, hey, this card collecting mode is the bread and butter of the game. Please play it because it's good and we care about it. And like. Yes, it makes them money, but it's not like a gigantic, like we have to make money at all costs sort of. What is like the mechanic of this card mode? Like I've not engaged with like any of like the ultimate. I've not played like a sports game in probably like a decade. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, like um, when I was abroad, like I went to Germany and then I was like just like sat on a guy's couch for a week and played like some FIFA. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so, so what you're doing is is you're filling out a baseball roster. You're filling out the nine spots on a uh, on a baseball diamond. I and, watched Moneyball this week. I know all about that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and you're 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 doing that with all with all different um, types of cards. They have a a a bunch of bunch of different cards, um, uh, and the the, the uh, sort of unique thing. Um, is that the what they what they call the the live series uh, cards? What are what are close to the actual um, forty man rosters that you get in like the 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 like exhibition or like franchise modes? Um, th- those are updated day to day based on the games that are actually uh, you're you're actually playing, um, and so if somebody like uh, Eugenio Suarez, the third baseman for the Reds, is having like a really good week. 
um, his stats are going to be are going to be elevated when he's when he's uh, playing really well, and so that's going to like not not only determine his like card value, but it's going to make the card better when you're when you're playing with it, which is really um, interesting. So it, it 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 invites you to go look for new, for different cards on a daily basis based on who's projected to play well that day. So it's kind of like a fantasy baseball type thing. Yeah. But th- so are you, is you using these cards to build a team and then playing a game with those players with like boosted stats based yeah. on their performance? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. t- yeah, t- uh, definitely. Uh, there's all different types of, of modes. They have a draft mode where um, like in like a Hearthstone or like in any other uh, uh, card game where you just pick, you just draft a team and, and you use that team until you get knocked out. Um, mm-hmm. Here it's like two losses, but you play like truncated like three inning games. Okay. Um, and 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 that's just really um, interesting. And I just I I really enjoy it. Even the 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 newest me- mechanical ad- addition that they tried to make this year is technically not new. It's um, it's something that uh was in the MLB two K baseball games about a about a decade ago. The um, truck stick. Well, it's 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 funny that you say that because it does involve the stick. Uh, what you would do is make pitching motions with the analog stick. Ah, oh, like Dead Island. Yeah, ki- k- kind of, honestly. Um, <laughs> uh, and it doesn't it, it doesn't work super well, but that's the beauty of... Ah, like Dead Island. <laughs> <laughs> that was the beauty of it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, please continue. No, you're good. Um, that's sort of the beauty of, of MLB The Show, is that it's just an option that's, that they tried to do that's additive that doesn't take away from the the balance or functionality of any other other mode, you know. So it's mm. it it's just it's really really good. They um they added it it, it it's going to sound super silly when I say this, but they, but they added the ability to actually use like classic uniforms and not have to make your own. So so you. You don't have to like sit there in the editor and like make a uniform that's like not awful. You can just pick a classic one that they have could, for you. Could you put an anime lady on your uniform? Oh, you were if you, you were you skilled can, enough. You can put god dang near any anything oh. on, on on a uniform. They do, they trust me when I say they do not have a good a good moderation team for the, for those <laughs> logos. Great. Um, okay. <laughs> it, 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 it is the, the wild west. If, it, if you've ever watched the, um, the giant bomb quick looks where they go through the, the wrestling games and all those, yeah. uh, logo things. It's like that, but worse. Okay. Kind of. Um, yeah. So it's, it's hard to, to really like, say much about about the game because the game is simulation baseball like it's mm-hmm. you, you sort of have to love baseball but also you you don't like you don't need to be super duper into it you don't 
need to know who Barry Larkin is to, like, love this game, you know, like, you can just pick it up and, and play and hit a billion home runs if you want to, turn the sliders up all the way. And... Or I could load up Yakuza, go to the batting cages in Kamurocho, and just hit home <laughs> runs there. Yeah, you could. I think uh, the sports games are interesting. I've been thinking about this a lot because I've been doing so much of driving stuff. Simulation racing is like, you got to like cars and driving cars Mm -hmm. to like simulation racing because you're using equipment that is very high fidelity and very close to the real thing. Like basically, if you play in VR in particular, you're just missing the the G forces. That's which is a huge part of driving cars. Don't get me wrong. Definitely. I'm not saying that it's the same, but, but what's interesting about sports games like the show and NBA 2K, which I played some this year, you can not like Chris is saying, even if you're not super into the sport, they're really well-made games Mm -hmm. and they're just fun to play. So, I mean, obviously if, if you hate baseball, you're not going to like the show because it's the aesthetics of baseball. But if you just want to play a game that's like bursts of action that you can kind of con- move between at your own pace, that is that offers like pretty intense moments. It's a really good game for that. Um, and and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot to to do in that space. I guess it's it's it's, it's interesting. I think. Yeah, and it's also. Um, it, it, it's also an interesting year for baseball because the M- the MLB oh, yeah. added a added a, added a new a new uh, rule this year where um, in extra innings you start with a runner on second, which applies also to the th- the three inning uh, versions of the of the uh, of the game that you play. You start the fourth inning and you start with a, with a runner on second, which so is. It, the most video game ass shit that the that Major League Baseball has done in maybe a hundred years. By the way, yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. it is it is the wildest rule. I don't like it personally, uh, yeah. but I'm a baseball purist, so they're just like fun. we got to get we got to get these games done. Well, it is, yeah. I mean, it's because sometimes the games can be really fucking obnoxious. Yeah, but uh, but I like it. I'll I'll take a. I've sat I have sat in the stands at Comerica Park. Until like two a.m. before fourteen innings into a game that doesn't fucking matter anyway <laughs> for the for the overall yeah. season because the Tigers are already out of the playoffs. Yeah, well, the, let me tell you about my entire existence being a Reds fan and, yeah. and never n- n- never going to a game that actually mattered ever. Yeah. We were never ever in contention for a goddamn thing. Like if if like Dota or a league was like, if you're in the fifth game of five game <laughs> series, then we're just gonna like. You you have no towers up. Like you're just right. <laughs> every, every, everybody's going to start this game at level eighteen. And, every, every, and you know what? The last game is a ram. Everyone's all <laughs> mid. <laughs> now now all we're random. talking. Give me randomize the batting order. That's what they got to yeah. do next. <laughs> Ran, randomize the positions. Randomize the whole thing. Yeah, just you just you draw you know a number what? out of a hat. Just randomize. Then... Just run. Just randomize the numbers, and whoever gets a higher number, they win. <laughs> There you go. Let's pick a number Tino. from the from the stand. <laughs> pick a number from the stands. There's your pitcher. There's your batter. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
I'm doing that thing uh, that I hate that I do literally every year where I go, I'm not that into baseball right now. And then a fucking course, the Tigers had to have, have to have a pretty decent start to the season, even though they're not good. They're not going to be good the rest of the year. They're not going to make the playoffs. I like their new manager. Well, new he's been managed is like his third or fourth year, but I like him a lot. And I, and I think that there's a future for the Tigers. So I'm not like, don't have hope, but it's not going to be this year. And I'm not, I have a million other games to play and I know I won't play it for more than an hour or two, but I'm also kind of like, I could buy that. If I buy that deluxe edition of the show, I could play it like today. Yeah. Which like, is like, ugh, like, I hate that. And, and Pat, be, be, because, be, because the Tigers are n- not the greatest team in the league, you could buy their entire 40 man roster with the money. With the with, with the stuff you get from that deluxe edition. <laughs> Look, I'm a diehard Tigers fan. I'm not just a Fairweather fan, even though it sounds like I'm saying I am. But I'm not gonna buy <laughs> them in the show Ultimate Team when they're bad. <laughs> I'm not gonna buy a bad team out of loyalty. You're more like a Fairweather baseball fan, not a Fairweather Tigers fan. That's fair. Yeah, that's that's accurate. Uh, like the thing, you like know what when, it is. When my when my team will like do fine, I'll care about baseball, but. That's totally I it. The, I want the Tigers to do well all the time. You, you know, you know what it, what I'm starting to find as I get older, I still love the Tigers. I still love like the Red Wings. I still love university of Michigan. Um, but what I'm finding as I get older is I have a lot more interest in sports. Sports hold my attention for longer when I actually don't have a team that I care about to do well. And I just want to like watch. I think this is why like formula one has, has stuck for me. Like I would call myself a McLaren fan, but the way that that sport works, McLaren is not in a position to win a championship anytime in the future. So you get excited when their drivers are like fourth and sixth, that's like a good day for them. And it's just fun to watch the total package of what's going on. So I'm getting more engaged with like, I've been watching a little bit more like pro basketball this year because I don't have a team that I'm super invested in, but there's certain people that I like. And so like watching them play and stuff has been entertaining. Um, so just generally with sports, it's, I am kind of moving towards being more of a fair weather fan of sports where my teams do well. And then the sports I'm actually into all the time are the ones that I don't even need a specific team to be doing well to enjoy just watching the whole sport. Yeah, well. it's it's super it's it's super interesting um, because like my frustration with baseball is like oh god like too many games like we should yeah. we should pull it we should pull an NBA and we should make an eighty four game season. It's tough because I I agree with you. Like another bonus of something like F one is. There aren't, I mean, you watch everything in Formula One, right? Like you watch every race because there's 23 races this year, I think, but it's not like half of the team, half of the drivers are participating in one race. And then another half of the drivers are participating in a different race on the same weekend. Everyone is always on track at at every event. So it makes it very easy to follow because it's like, do you have roughly three hours of time every other week and for like six months? And if you're interested in following a sport, the answer is you can probably carve that time out. Um, but with uh, with with uh, team sports like baseball, it's like I'm not going to watch a, t- a ton of those games. However, baseball is so well, stat driven. So, 
They're so long. Yeah, they, they can do. be. Um, that part doesn't. We're just talking about fourteen inning games, like. Well, they can know, be. That's not necessarily. Yeah, no, but it evens out because some baseball games take like an hour and a half because they move so fast. Yeah. Um, it just depends. Uh, but baseball's so stat driven that I don't want them to play less games because I feel you do need a shitload of games to really shake out what team is gonna be best over the 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 long haul. Um. So it's it's tough because, I, yeah, I like I uh, again I also I also totally agree ag- agree with you and see your point, but I also want just chaos to happen in baseball because like I, I am just so tired of of the static uh, two hundred million dollar teams are are just gonna well sure yeah I think I think the thing that would be interesting to me that I wish that they would find a way to do is presentationally find a way to make consuming the parts of baseball that matter more approachable right now, the way that's done is through like watch baseball tonight and stuff like that. And I think that's still kind of a big ask. And I think that if they were to find some way to like, Hey, it's Sunday. Here's your hour. Here's from the MLB. Here's your hour recap of everything that happened to baseball this week that that would make it a little more digestible maybe. And I know that some of those things exist in different places, but I'm talking about like something hyper polished that is like out there in front of at the front of the sport as like, this is the thing you should watch. But it's a, it's a good game. And I, and I think everyone should, should at least try it. I think, um, especially if you, if you have game pass already, you can just on the twentieth. You can just try it for free. Yeah, um, and I, I, I think I, 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 I have words. I think look at it. Uh, there's some light, me, not mechanical changes, but some, but some visual differences that really uh, help help out a lot with um, like pitching and stuff like that. Like they've yeah, the, 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 they've made it easier to see where your pitch is going to end up, which I know doesn't sound like a lot, but as Pat can can maybe tell you from, oh. from playing a, a, a little bit of it, like the, the like sometimes the the golf between where you aim a pitch and, and where it actually ends up is quite stark. So yeah. being able to like visualize that better helps you understand why a pitch is is going to go a certain way. Sure. Um, and I'll I'll have a I'll have a review up hope hopefully before the the twentieth to. To really dig deeper into into some of those like mechanical changes that I didn't just want to sit on a podcast and bore Andre to death with. <laughs> I I am actually the only thing of baseball that actually interests me besides Moneyball because that movie is actually pretty good. Uh, is like the pitching and batting. Like I like that's that is the only thing <laughs> in that baseball. Is, that is the only yeah. <laughs> so the only like, good news, <laughs> but like. But I like you know I wouldn't want to sit in the stands and what because like that's that's nothing like I just like on a fundamental level I don't understand how people can do any of it like just like on a physical like that you know little tiny ball you know they're uh you know a skinny bat like how you how you hitting that ball like, and actually you know, going if, so fast what's going on here if you want that illustrated uh, if anyone listening wants to illustrate you should play the show on like professional difficulty because it's 
fucking hard <laughs> when yeah. you're batting. The ball's like. <laughs> so. Yeah. I played Winnie the Pooh home run baseball. I know. So, so what, 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 what's, what's interesting about that is that the show has a, has a difficulty called legend uh, for, for absolute purist maniacs that they don't even use online because legend is too hard. You have to for, put. For, for people online to hit with. So, the, so, so the maximum that they use on on uh, online like competitive stuff isn't even the highest difficulty in the game, which is interesting. Um, uh, what? Uh, but yeah, that's it. It's good to hear that it's a it's a good version of the game, and they didn't let anything slip or something with it going to Xbox. It's like we're gonna sabotage it going to Xbox. So then. When it comes out on Xbox, be like, man, this game sucks. And then they never buy it. You know, it doesn't make Game Pass numbers go. And then it's just a whole thing. But no, it's, they're not doing that. Um, it's good to hear that it's good. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's it, it, it's a gr- it's a great year. If um if if you've never played it on Xbox, if you, if you have a PS Five, like the no like one's the, played it on Xbox, so. <laughs> Well, I, I, I just mean like maybe people who who literally oh, yeah. never got a got a mm-hmm. like never made the changeover. Um, yeah. Um. But but also like like if you're on next gen like you are Pat, um, you you really have no excuse not to because the load times are just that well, much better. <laughs> maybe it's seventy dollars. Seventy dollar <laughs> excuse is kind of where I'm well, I, clocking okay. in right now. Okay, but like, uh, you know, I'm just. Staring like, down the barrel. I'm looking at. I'm. I'm all. I'm. I'm. Every time I'm like, ah, I should get the show this weekend. I'm also like, but I also want to buy two hundred dollar load cell pedals, and I want to buy a three hundred dollar racing seat that I can really my shit into, and a two hundred dollar H pattern shifter. <laughs> like, <laughs> what we what we really need is to get Pat a sim setup for MLB, where he's got a bat and a ball, like a batting cage in his home with a helmet and glove. I don't think made MLB machine. The Show supports that kind of uh, simulation oh, hardware. Yeah. By, the, by the time we can afford this for you, we can, we they, can get it in the game they, next year. They, they used the Move controller for exactly one year because it was Sony mandated. <laughs> um, well, you, sounds, so, sounds right. so if you were to put, put your weight behind it, you could easily, not easily, but they could make really high fidelity baseball simulation because you could have a person throwing a ball at a like plate <laughs> and hitting it. And they could use the location and the force to determine like where the ball is. And you could have a bat with an accelerometer on it that is measuring the location. I mean, you could do it. You could make, they could have been playing hey. baseball in COVID without risking people's health. But we we could we could set this up uh, with PlayStation VR two. As an aside, <laughs> while we're talking about simming things, you should really look up the NASCAR iRacing races they did last year because it's so funny to see these career NASCAR drivers like Jeff Gordon sitting in their home office <laughs> <laughs> behind a sim wheel, <laughs> and like he's into it. He's he at one point he was like, "It's incredible!" Like. The only thing about the simulation that feels different is sometimes the cars accelerate a little too much coming out of a draft, but otherwise it's 100% true to life. So, like, he wasn't like shitting on it. And he didn't seem bored or disinterested, but he also is just like clearly like, this is also not as serious as the real thing for me. I'm uh, not losing like eight pounds of water as I do this. Yeah. So, he's like making faces and stuff. And, oh, it's funny. 
If only I wish NASCAR coverage were not so fucking like an assistant Republican focused, but coming in from the side, handing him a Coke. That'd be God. If like during one of those races, do like the zoom, like, you have know, someone's dog on the screen, yeah. like have your have yourself walk on the screen and like <laughs> the middle of a race like that would be prime time for Zoom shenanigans. Anyway. That's MLB the show. That's yeah. yeah. I got. Uh, yeah. I don't want to drag it out. We'll I'll say this and we'll end it. I'm going to look at some footage. And if it's the one thing that I've been that I'll say is I've been hunting for like the the PS5 game. That like I Demon Souls did it to me, Miles did it to me. I'm hunting for another hit of like, holy shit, games look fucking awesome now. And NBA 2K didn't do it for me on PS5 like I thought it would. Neither did FIFA. I thought both of those games would be the like, oh my god moments. But I think they both look good. NBA looks better than FIFA. It's a good looking game, but it looks like a really good looking PC game to me. Does not look the, like holy shit. I can't believe we're here. The 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 good the the good the, the good news for for you is that. Um, NBA 2K Next Gen was like built on an entirely different engine, so it like right. it like it is like mechanically different from the PS4 game. Uh, MLB The Show is is exactly the the same that you remember because it's the yeah. exact same uh, p- parody between everything. So yeah, you'll I gotta you'll, look at some footage if it's if it's yeah. got that if it looks like if it looks like hot shit in a good way on PS5, then that might sway me towards having it around just so i can boot something up and be like wow games look good now well speaking of games that look good not one piece pirate warriors 4 oh god <laughs> so, oh boy <laughs> uh yeah i picked this up last year at the height i also of, did <laughs> at the height of yeah, you i did. also why? bought it why because well, andre well, I, this was at the height of like Hyrule Warriors hype, and yes. I couldn't play Hyrule Warriors really because like the Japanese version only supported Japanese, whereas the, every other version supported every language option. Right. And I bought the Japanese version for my girlfriend, but so I was like, oh, well, I'll pick up Pirate Warriors Four. It's, I've that supposedly there's like good things being said about it. Um, it's not like Hyrule Warriors like amazing or anything like that. It's, you know, it's just recounting the anime um, starting from, like, the basically the start of the Grand Line um, arc, if anyone knows where that is, which is, like, 100-ish, like, 110 issues into the manga. Uh, the real One Piece starts here. Uh, and so you're starting with the Alabasta arc, um, which is it's pretty good, but... Like the game is just like foregoing a lot of that, like the interesting story stuff to just get to like, you know, all the battles and then throwing in like a lot of extra like combat that wasn't necessarily in there. Uh, but you've got, you know, uh, you've got a wide range of characters with different abilities and stuff because, you know, you've got uh, like your Sanji who does like his kick stuff, which I like an agile character or Zoro who's a strength character. I don't remember what Luffy is, but it yeah, it's it's a it's a Muso game. Uh it, it's definitely like I would probably rather be playing Persona Strikers. So but... that's it's it's interesting that, that, that you say that. Um it's 
this is going to sound ridiculous for me to say, but I actually fell off uh, per- Persona Strikers because it's not Muso enough. Like it's actually oh. it it bends the formula like too much in mm. like the Persona direction, which well, is like good, but it's not. I, well, I'm not a Muso fan. I wouldn't say like you know, right. oh, I'm like excited about Dynasty Warriors or anything like that. Uh, I like One Piece. Uh, and I am completely caught up on One Piece and reading it when it comes out each week. So that's like kind of the thing is like I want to get more One Piece in and just like enjoy that and do the fights. But I'd probably rather just have like a you know I, I've said it time and time again like I like the Tenkaichi Budokai games on PS2 right. for Dragon yeah. Ball. I'd rather just have like a fighting game like an arena fighting game like that or like a Ninja Strike type thing uh shinobi strikers whatever uh but uh it is cool to just like you know pop the abilities and there's like skill trees and like building out your characters which is probably all pretty standard for this genre uh and then they've got a bunch of like alternate history or like what if type scenarios like oh in this situation sanji and zoro were at each other's throats because they always are because they're you know oil and water those two and then they've got like various characters from the series from both bad guys and good guys joining their sides. And then you're coming in from like the middle and like to mediate and like, okay, I have to beat these, some sense into these two. Like an interesting way to like put a bunch of characters who you wouldn't normally see together in like a fight at the same time. Uh, so and then it also just highlights like some of the ridiculousness of like the size of some of the people because like some of those people are like twenty feet tall, right? It's just like oh my god, they got nothing on the Resident Evil lady. <laughs> oh, I played that demo. Demo's good. Uh, well, you play the first demo, not the, yeah, not the new one, not not the new one. Uh, which we can actually get into our news here now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, this week there was some Resident Evil news where they did like another stream where they talked about the uh, they're, they're adding the mercenaries mode. I didn't actually catch the stream, so I saw they're adding mercenaries mode into the game. Talk a little bit more about Reverse. There were a bunch of Sony people on the stream to celebrate the 25th anniversary. And they have several opportunities to play do like a more thorough gameplay demo coming up one is actually coming up later today uh eight hours uh, where you can play 30 minutes of the village section of the game and next week you can play 30 minutes of the castle section and then maybe after there's like 24 hours to play an hour of the game and then the game will come out just it's very very weird and very japanese side of capcom to like do this sort of weird yeah like, it's delayed release type of like just make a de- make a demo make even two demos if you want and just say hey you can play these when whenever you want like i don't understand I, the like yes they've done like the time trial or like time limited demo stuff like uh with two they said hey you have like 20 minutes or something to like go through this section of the game and then they did like a similar thing with resident evil 3 remake i'm not sure why and then they did like the short 
demo before that was kind of just like a tone piece and now they're doing this it's it's a lot of work for a demo hopefully it means they're like confident in it that they're like doing such weird stuff for it or it could mean they're not confident they're just trying to like build up hype for it like oh I missed the demo darn I guess I'll just have to play it not sure I I I wish I could I could latch on to Resident Evil at all. I am just so averse to horror, like I just cannot physically like take it because it's just jump scares like do like do my body in physically because my entire body jumps at once. Uh-huh. So it's like that's not fun. I'm starting um, yeah. Starting to feel it like I've always, my issue, I've said it before on this podcast, my issue with Resident Evil has always been that I don't like that it's not supernatural and that it's all just like viruses Bio. and stuff. Yeah. But RE8 has a tone to it that I understand that it's not going to be any different in that regard. It's still going to be the same same stuff, but it gets back to that Resident Evil 4 tone a bit of being like in a spookier environment to me than like cities with zombies walking around so uh i i'm 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 more inclined to to like the the whole vibe of that first demo is much closer to the what i want from horror so uh so i don't know i'm i'm hoping maybe i'll like uh, it you before you cuz you've talked about how maybe you're going to play through 7 before uh, and I think you should. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Seven is a fantastic game. You should also play the demo for Seven before. Cool. Uh, okay. Because that is that is like a separate thing. Like whole, like pretty, like fleshed out. There were like they hid like a ton of secrets in it. Cool. Yeah. And, like actually, like if you actually like look up, you can like get a like an item that will unlock stuff uh, later because you collect coins through Seven. You can use the coins to unlock like sure. some upgrades and like weapons. You get an extra coin if you do like, all the secret stuff in the demo. But cool. Yeah, uh, we should say for people that don't already know that the seven and eight are directly are directly linked. So yes. it, eight is not is not a jumping on point. You should play seven first. If, if seven, eight, and they've to... said nine will also be part of like this trilogy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seven is a very good game. The DLC is very good. Uh, the the last third kind of falls apart, but it's still pretty solid. Yeah. I've seen enough of it to know where it goes um, gameplay wise and stylistically. I don't know what happens in the story, but I know that it starts very much like more like an outlast or an amnesia where you're avoiding enemies and trying to survive and then turns into more of like a fps survival horror kind of thing where you're yeah. shooting lots of zombies and stuff and monsters um yeah so I've, I've got i've got that in mind and and i mean i'm when seven came out i was too scared to play it for sure now i'm much more like i've since i've played so much like like amnesia for example i there was a story i Patrick Lavic advice has, has talked a few times about how like amnesia rebirth was too scary for a lot of people. And looking back at that game, I'm like, that game wasn't that scary at all. <laughs> it had a couple of moments that were really frightening, yeah, but it wasn't that scary. So now I'm like, okay, I don't just want a game. That's a jump scare factory. I'm not interested in that, but I do want to find stuff that actually gets under my skin and, and freaks me out. Um, yeah. 
And, and Phasmophobia is not yeah. really doing it anymore. I still think that game's fun to play, but it doesn't really scare me anymore. So. I don't think Resident Evil 7 is too bad with the jump scares. Like, there's certainly that kind of stuff in there, but I think most of them are pretty fair. Sure, yeah. Uh, I'm more, the the definitely the thing that, that scares me more than anything else is that feeling of being chased. And I know there's a lot of that, at least in the early parts of that game. Uh, so, <laughs> so I think that will, that will hopefully get me. Um, yeah, that, that is a large part. I got to play game. evil within two. That's the other one on my list. But evil within two or evil within. Well, I'm going to play well. them both because <laughs> that's me. We're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I know that Evil Within 2 is considered vastly superior <laughs> to the first one. I, I never played the first one. I fell off of Evil Within 2. Uh, I played some of the not, first one and didn't like even, it, but I'll, I'm not I didn't even that. necessarily think it was bad. I just fell off. Like, were, yeah. we were, that was around the first time we did our like game of the year, like before we started podcasting. And it was just, but I think maybe it was the second time. I don't know. But it was just like, I've got other stuff to play. This sure. is like not really doing it for me, but neat ideas on there. Uh, next up on our news stories, this one had social media abuzz this week as Bloomberg Japan reported that multiple buyers were looking at picking up Square Enix. And uh, recently, I think uh, today or yesterday, Friday Japan, I think, um, Square Enix said, nope, but we have no intentions to sell. No one's approached us about buying. I, uh, I actually kind of believe saying. Square in this instance. I think this reads to me like one of those like rumors where, or or one of those reports, and I'm not picking on Schreier's reporting. I mean, he's, I assume he was the one who reported if it's Bloomberg. Um, uh, was well, Bloomberg Japan. Oh, okay. I don't, I'm not picking on whoever reported it, but. Um, and they were reporting some other like, some other report from the, this this kind of reads to me as a as the sort of report you get that's like well someone in a cafeteria at work <laughs> said to somebody else oh i heard x company sent an email you know like it's it's <laughs> it, it reads to me as a very like sure i'm sure there's people who are always interested in buying square enix and there's people, people at square enix who are always interested in selling but yeah, people are talking and yeah. Yes, but I deal. don't I, I doubt any concrete. I mean the the they seem I don't know. I guess Avengers could have been in a major like financial mistake for them. Uh probably. <laughs> uh but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh Chris, who do you think should buy Square Enix? Well, I I don't think anyone should buy them because I don't I I don't like the idea of everyone owning it. Everything. Right answer. Put, <laughs> no, I'm not going to put you on. You, you, I put you on the spot and you gave the correct answer. Yeah, Thank I am. You. <laughs> I, 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 I am so sick of five companies owning my life. Please, yep. for the love of God, stop buying everything. Stop rolling everything into everything. Please. Is it, just, who is it? Is it's Disney, WWE, PlayStation, who are your other two? Amazon or <laughs> uh, Google and pro- oh, yeah. probably yeah, probably Amazon because I just bought an, a new laptop from them, so they probably have like that's probably what like a a, a year worth of data for <laughs> something, you know? Uh, yeah, it's r- it r- ridiculous, and we should stop buying up c- 
companies just because we can. Like, we should just let other No, no, companies- we, we, the workers, <laughs> should be buying up these companies and taking back control, Absolutely. seizing the means of Absolutely. game production. Yes. 100%. Seizing the memes. Go. Uh, yeah, so what else happened? This, oh. oh, yeah. Hopefully, nobody <laughs> actually buys Square Enix. Uh, thank you, Chris, for that well said point. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, other Jap. Oh, there, there's also like people saying like Microsoft couldn't buy Square because there's like a Japanese law that protects some companies from being bought by foreign entities. Um, so I'm not sure if Square falls in that though, but like Sony, for example, I think can't be bought by a foreign company they had to be purchased by a japanese company mostly it and telecom uh stuff sure. can't be for- purchased by foreign entities uh next up we've got another japanese favorite nintendo it had a nintendo indie world showcase not nindies nintendo mm-hmm. indie world showcase where they showed off like 20 games or something uh, stuff coming new and old coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Fez. Like, wh- I, that? when did that game came out? Like 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Great game. 2011. Fucking yeah. fantastic game. I, I I wish I were smart enough for it. I'm, you, I'm you, you, you are, you're smart enough for it. Trust me. It, it's mostly just like making the notes and like or finding the notes well and so much of it was community focused so you can basically take a swing at it and then if it doesn't come to you in the first 15 minutes you can just look up a walkthrough um that game the reason i think that game is great is not necessarily because it had the weird puzzle stuff that stuff is cool but it's just a beautiful looking game that has really good music and feels good to play so uh i'm very upset with this game uh road 96 i didn't actually watch the whole thing so i don't know a lot of this stuff uh, i'm just looking at this Eurogame story where they have everything that was announced laid out mm-hmm. and like how do you how are you going to make a game called road 96 <laughs> and not 69 like come on what do you they know doing? uh <laughs> let's see it's a procedural road trip adventure that is that sounds interesting maybe totally like there's a truck uh, or maybe you're hitchhiking not really sure um let's another see. one for the racing wheel <laughs> maybe maybe or I'm kind of kidding i don't think it'll yeah. work with the switch <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a, a lot on here um is there anything there are like two that were that looked pretty good and like one that i was like very excited about is there anything in this that particularly uh tickled your fancy i have one but i'll let chris start if there's anything you saw that was like i I did not. I I am the non Nintendo person to the to the biggest degree, so I did not. No, I kind of, I kind of am friends. too. Yeah, you're in good company on this on this podcast. I'm mostly excited because a lot of this stuff's coming to multiple platforms. So, yeah. um, I, I uh, 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 other than uh, other than Fez, I did not actually see anything that was. Oh. I so I I I saw the 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 one that 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 got a bunch of people excited because it's like. Native or like non-white focus, oh, like it's uh, Aztec gods. Uh, yeah, yeah, that game like, looks pretty cool. Yeah, like, like, like that. That's the one that I saw people talking about. But other than that, I didn't, I didn't see anything. Yeah, that one's got kind of like some Horizon Zero Dawn vibes mm-hmm. in it. Yes, um, with like 
neo like aztec or yeah i mean it's called aztec gods like neo futuristic aztec or stuff and then uh with like a lady protagonist uh fighting like giant gods yeah looks pretty sick it looks it looks cool um i held an art style i am uh pumped as hell for oxen free too oxen free is oxen free is an incredibly good game the more i think about it at the time when i played it i was like yeah this is pretty good and i didn't end up like hyping it up for any game of the year stuff really but as time goes on the more i'm just i'm more and more like that game was fantastic um i i I need to go play that i think i i I must have it bought in somewhere it must be in a in one of my libraries somewhere it it must be do you like stranger things uh no but i but i like this style of storytelling that they're doing so it might not matter anyway it's i think it's like better than stranger things um so i think it's like there's a lot of stuff in stranger things that you look at and go like this is this was not very good when it came out and we all kind of like went a little too hard on, on liking this thing. I still like stranger things, but it's not like the incredible cultural phenomenon. I don't know that it deserved that status that it, that it ended up with, but I think oxen free Two takes a lot of those kinds of ideas um, and does something really, really cool with them. So, uh, or oxen free and oxen free two will be hopefully pretty awesome. I was surprised too, cause I didn't think they'd ever make another one. It's not really a game that leaves itself open for a sequel that I remember. I mean, it doesn't close itself off to a sequel either, but I don't remember there being a cliffhanger or anything. So, sure. uh, well, yeah. you know, they, it could be like a new scenario, just like spiritual successor, maybe, or you know, who knows? But yeah, that it definitely made me, I should go play Oxen Free. I'll probably like it. I just need to go play it. Uh, yeah, there's like some other like interesting kind of looking games. There was kind of like a Where's Waldo looking game thing called Labyrinth City. Pierre the Maze Detective. House of the Dead remake. That's very funny. (laughs) If that thing uses Uh, the Joy-Con in like a Wiimote and you can point around and shoot things. I imagine. I I actually might pick it up just to to fuck around with because... I like House of the Dead, <laughs> but I only like House of the Dead when you can like use a gun controller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, there is no game wrong to mention, which Alex uh, really hyped up at the end of last Switch. year. I could have. It was on phones, but maybe it, it was not Switch. And then the longing, which I guess has been out in some other places, but the main thing with that is the. You have to, like, the true ending, I guess, or the ending takes 400 real-world days to, like, what? reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not, like, I feel like that's probably something you could just, like, I'm going to put my switch clock forward. Maybe. And see, I don't know. But there's, yeah, that sounds like an interesting idea. Oh, and Ollie Ollie World, uh, which looks pretty slick. Uh, which I've not played. Maybe I played like one of the Ollie Ollie games. Yeah, I'm not crazy about them, but if it's this one's got a, I might like the structure more in this one. It, 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 yeah, it's got like a, it looks like it's more than just like kind of the, like one yeah. line run. Uh, it looks like there's kind of like world kind of goes back and forth, like switchbacks and, uh, you know, it, it's got a really nice, more like, more fleshed out art style. 
uh, like more color and more detail in the world. Uh, yeah, the, that's the Nintendo. It was. I felt better about this showcase. Like I didn't watch like the full thing. I just kind of scrubbed through. But I was Same. like, okay, there's like some stuff here. It's better than anything of... anybody else has done this year, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, and like I, there's been a lot of stuff. Like even like Nintendo stuff. I'm like, really need to do this? Yeah. Why are we here? Um, yep. And it didn't take four hours or whatever Microsoft did for their yep. recent indie thing. <laughs> yep. No, it was a well-produced event with cool-looking games, and hopefully it's... I, I'm hoping it's the start of the summer games mess, not that it's summer yet, and that we'll continue to it'll start it on a good note and we'll get more interesting stuff like this. Yeah, that, that would be the hope. What's up next on my list here? We've got Sony investing another $200 million into Epic. They're just getting closer and closer. They're not going to buy them. Like, that's that's for sure not going to happen. They're they don't have the money to... Well, right. they may they, have the money to buy them, in a, it, but they're not going to spend the amount of money it would cost yeah, to buy them. Have to, they have to be no point, really. Um, they, I mean, there, there'd be a point, but I don't... You know, I... I wouldn't put it past them, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I think they want to stay private. I think they're probably happy with where they are and that way they can yeah. uh, go, they can do their lawsuits with Apple. <laughs> but yeah, the, that's Sony putting more money into Epic. It's, uh, it, it, it's so weird because Epic is like the one company in the world where you can't even go, well, what's that two hundred million dollars for? Because it's for it's for nothing but a seat at the table because they're the mob. Like it's it's like <laughs> it's paying it's a ridiculous. protection money. Yeah, but, but, like not actually, but like basically, like it's just like, hey, we're here too. Here's two hundred million dollars because we we like being next to you guys in the photos and all think, the stuff. I think it and, probably protects them from running into an Apple situation where they're butting heads. Um, if if Maybe, yeah. Sony has some stake in Epic, then and and Epic it it, pre- it prevents Epic from being like, and now we're gonna pull the Apple thing on PlayStation. Um, and also the Epic, the Unreal Engine is gained so much popularity. Uh, like and that I don't. And know I believe there are like, first party Sony teams that use it. I thought. Yeah, yeah, but but mostly, I mean, like compared to Unity. Um, yeah. Like I don't know, like I don't know what the breakdown is, but like Unreal is so attractive now that like investing Sony going, hey, you know, we're investing in one of the most popular game engines. We want to make sure it works best or really sure. well on PlayStation Five. That's you know going to be appealing to a lot of developers probably to get in there. Maybe you know your game, you know, you get an Unreal game, it's going to work really well on PS Five. Sure, uh, it. Probably be one of the hopes there. Uh, and our last news story: or went out for Nintendo Labo preemptively, oh. as Nintendo is reportedly going to do one more tiny announcement for Labo before discontinuing it. I, uh, I, I miss in our in our document that says Nintendo will reportedly sunset labor. 
And I was like, what is, what are they, is that some weird studio I didn't know about or nope, something? Nope, they're, they're going full automation. No, no, no people working on these games. Uh, yeah, Labo was a cool thing, but I mean, it's not really a sustainable thing for them to keep going. Um, so I'm not particularly surprised that they are shutting it down. Yeah, uh, this is reportedly there's not been any like official announcement. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised because it's been a while since they've done anything with it. Mm-hmm. Everyone should go watch the the waypoint. Oh um, God, it's so good. Where, where it, it's the it's the best thing to come out of Labo. It's uh, Natalie Watson, Danica Harrod, and Austin Walker. Or it, it, uh, Danielle it, it, was in there too. Okay, yeah, they were all in there. But they're but they're all put they're all putting together I think she was in there. Labo and, and it's like it's the best. It's the greatest thing to Papa ever come Bear. out of Labo. The Papa Bear quote is one of the best things, yeah. the best Austin Walker moments in history. That's when my heart melted for Austin Walker for all eternity. <laughs> Just a permanent yeah. puddle there for the man. Uh <laughs> yeah, just look up uh Austin Walker Papa Bear. <laughs> That's what it's you so should good. search. It's it's so good. Well, uh, that's that's gonna do it for uh, this episode of the podcast, episode one sixty eight on seventeenth, twenty twenty. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Thank you for having me, and thank you for accepting me, even though I showed up late. Oh it's no, I, no I, uh, thanks yeah. for joining us. Yeah, we you know we were suddenly we're like oh it's just it's just me and Pat. How are we gonna we do each other? We, we for can't more we than can't do this podcast. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, thanks for coming in. You, you know, you had a new game to talk about, which was more than either Pat or I could bring to the conversation. So, yeah. the uh, other game I played this week was State of Decay Two. God, <laughs> <laughs> fucking rips, by the way. But that's let's talk about that later. Genesis Noir. I should, but... I, I should play that some, now that I have a PC that can actually run games. I should. You should try probably it's pick a, that up. It's a ripping game. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, you can. Find us on Twitter at Fix Podcast, where you can send us questions to be discussed on the air, like we did for Joe Zach uh, earlier in the podcast. I'm just going to keep saying his name like Joe that. Zach. <laughs> Joe Zach. <laughs> Joe Zach. I'm going to get really confused when he listens to this podcast if he makes it this far. I never, ass- I can't believe anybody would ever make it this far. I assume all the stuff that happens in the last 10 minutes of the show is just for us. If you prove don't me wrong. like social, if you don't like social media, you can prove us wrong by emailing us at <laughs> gaming at fix dot space uh, using your email platform of choice. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Just a mail? email platform of choice. <laughs> a Thunderbird, like a not, not inbox because Google fucking killed inbox. Still mad about it. I'm never not going to be mad about Inbox. It was a spark. I don't know. You're never not going to be mad about the email thing, the email client that just shows you your fucking email. <laughs> Does it well? It yeah, I know. Organizes it well. Good. And they fucking they killed. <laughs> I it. saw a tweet this week that said me opening my fucking email inbox. <laughs> there better not be any fucking emails in here. <laughs> It's like me every single day. The first that's me every time I go to gmail.com. I don't have any fucking emails here. 
But that's not how we feel when we open up no. gaming at fix.space. No, it's always we, fuck, Nico, there, there are better be emails fuck, in here. We want some fucking emails. Yeah. Come on. Uh so well, start start seeding us with emails. We'll discuss them. Assuming they're not like heinous. Uh we'll discuss them. Thanks to Jeff Davis, aka at Stranger Peace on Twitter for our intro and outro music. Really that and uh forgetting uh you can find me andre cole aka your partner's favorite dorito flavor excluding cool ranch on twitter at cool sloss c-o-o-l-s-l-4-w pat where can people find you find me at pjc plays and chris where can people find you uh you can find me at wheels 1993 uh tweeting about Various stuff, sharing screenshots of the cards that I pull in MLB The Show. Uh, and hopefully a review up by like Tuesday or Wednesday. Hopefully Tuesday, but maybe Wednesday. Uh, we'll get that up on... Fix.space. Yeah, Fix.space. Apparently the, the cost on that URL is just like going up. Oh, it more than like tripled like last time we renewed, which is uh Seems like it horrible. shouldn't be something that can happen we own we that. Got that it's ours we got that. yeah i know we got that high level domain you know that dot space and they're like we're just gonna it's it it's my favorite url it, it just is it just is that's very I nice can't believe to say i forgot to bring this up uh early so I, my girlfriend was like let's watch 101 dalmatians tonight and jeff daniels is like the main like, the main character the dog is the main character but he's like the owner of one of the dogs He's a game developer in that movie, and he's <laughs> trying to make a, a game about Dalmatians. And then, like, he play, shows it to, like, this exec at a studio, and he's like, my kid, like, is really good at picking out the games. He's like, this game's, like, everything's pretty good, but the villain sucks. And it's just, like, some dog catcher. And then at the end of the movie, he changes the villain to Cruella DeVille. And then he's like, awesome game, man. And then he sells the game and makes like a billion dollars and then can buy a house for all his dogs. Huh? <laughs> like not going to watch I, that. I, <laughs> you don't need to, but I thought it was wild. Well, I don't need to now. I didn't want to. The main so was... conceit was <laughs> that Jeff Daniels is a video game developer, solo indie dev in like the nineties making a weird Dalmatian game. Yeah. That's very weird. Yep. I meant to bring that up way earlier in the podcast and just totally forgot until right now. <laughs> you should watch uh, Ford versus Ferrari instead. That movie is, uh, is is very good. Yeah, I think it's got a. T- I think it's called Le Mans in. Yeah, Japan. it's like called Le Mans, whatever year Le Mans sixty six. Yeah, yeah, Le Mans sixty six in other territories who, because who, who hmm? who's the it's it's Christian Bale Matt and Damon and Christian Bale. Matt Damon's what playing a. Weird is playing uh, uh, Carol Shelby, who is, uh, you know, legendary sports racing car designer, um, designed the, the GT40, uh, and, uh, and, and um, Christian Bale plays British racing driver Ken Miles. Uh, it's, a, it's a great movie. Miles per hour? <laughs> no. Kilometers per hour. I'm just kidding. They say no. <laughs> uh, Anyway kilometers morales um <laughs> god uh, that's horrible horrible jeff cut that out 
Jeff doesn't edit this podcast. <laughs> well, this is a comic fix. And, okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. God awful. John Bernthal is also in that movie. Day wet gamers. Yeah. Or your pop, your cookie pop. Ugh. Oh, no. <laughs> what, what was this? Stay wet gamers. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for joining me. Bye.